Hello, I'm John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films. I got a few notes for you before the show. First, I want to thank you all for watching. We couldn't do what we do or the amount of things that we do without the support of you, the viewer. If you want to support us financially, which we always appreciate, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com fsfilms, where you can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us continue this and all the things that we do. I want to give a special shout out to our $25 supporters, Antitonic, Cat Waterflame, and Samantha Bates. Uh, second, I want to let you all know that we here at Final Show Films are planning a little get-together up at Gen Con this year. That's August 2nd through 5th up at Indianapolis. We're going to be up there just sort of hanging out, enjoying the con, spending time together. And if any of you guys want to come up and say hi, please feel free. We don't bite unless you want us to. And if you enjoy whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to, be sure to check out our website at finalshowfilms.com where you can find links to all of our other content, both podcast and video. And be sure to follow me at John A. Bates on Twitter for more updates on all of the content we're creating in the future. In the meantime, thanks for watching, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome to Star Wars Afterlife. Hey, guys, where Aaron in the last second realizes that I didn't write a specific thing down and need to go find it. Um, may the fourth be with you. Yay. It's Star Wars Day. <laughs> it, is, it is indeed. I'm wearing glitter for this is the first time Sorry. we're all hearing and It's okay. The day of <laughs> Star Wars. It's a Star Wars game. We're playing Star Wars Edge of the Empire. No, it's fine. For those at home... I literally just went on a rant about I enjoy I enjoy Star Wars Day, but between my work and personal email accounts, I woke up at granted around noon around twelve thirty one or so with like seventeen emails that had the same fucking subject line. <laughs> All of mine were from Nigerian princes, so. But he ever eats. Mine was telling me that my Ahsoka figurine had arrived, so <laughs> it was justified. Um, yeah, uh, so let's have our characters introduce themselves, shall we? John. I'm John, I'm playing Ares Artinos, the Mandalorian mercenary soldier. And I'm going to roll some destiny and see what we get. Two light side, thank you very much. Nice. Not 23 light, two. <laughs> we have 23 light side points. Let's oh, we go. totally have 23. The force is strong with this one. I'll go next. I'm Jack. Jack. I'm playing Rerun, our astromech mechanic and saboteur. And I am going to roll Destiny for a dark side point, which is very appropriate for him. <laughs> the dark side droid. Yep. Cat. Uh, I'm Cat, and I am playing Powder, the surgical droid with issues. I gave us a light side. There's no question mark behind issues. <laughs> <laughs> we can confirm yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, Spencer? I'm Spencer. I'm playing Siolo, the uh, Twilight Ambassador to the Rebellion, <clears throat> and a light side. Cool. Cody. 
I'm Cody, I'm playing Praz, he's a Brat Commando, and I gave us two light side. As usual, a beacon. <laughs> Cat, of, cap or, of capitalism. Cat went, Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Cory Tang, human something or other. Um, Mechanic. Yes, outlaw, outlaw tech, specifically. Yeah. Who added a dark side point? Because we need a little bit of more darkness. I mean... The mechanics are frustrated today. Destiny stands yeah. six to two. Mm -hmm. The mechanics are frustrated today. Do, 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 do. Damn it, I was trying to do something. <sighs> mm. Sorry. Uh, so yes, actually it's quite fitting that the mechanics are a little bit frustrated because for the last week or so, you haven't really had full access to your own ship because there's been a crazy guy with Burned Lake who, who working on installing some new codes for you. Um, as a reminder, the group decided they needed some new... Uh, Transponder codes? Transponder codes. Um, and in the situation around that, um, ended up owing a favor to Tiara, a rebellion contact of CLO and, to a lesser extent, Praz and Powder. Um, having finished that specific... Um, and we pick up at the end of the sort of three days that you guys have had to deal with this. Um, sorry, I am all over the place tonight, aren't I? That's okay. <laughs> I think we all are. It's been a week. Um, <laughs> Fuck weather. This is why I wear these, so no one can tell. I'm... I was going to say or how drunk you are. Or when you're hungover. There are many purposes these glasses serve. Many doors, Ed boy. I predict the, that John is thinking, please, video card, don't fuck up on me. Please, video oh, no. card, don't no, no, fuck no. up. No, 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 no. This is a good video card. It's a brand new video card. Yay. Exactly. Please, video card, don't fuck up on me. Because it will feel awful if it fucks up on you. I've introduced new it's technology okay. to my computer. It's okay. I've, just, I've got 30 go days to take it back if it fucks up. Fair enough. Okay. So, aside from that tangent, over the last few days, you guys have basically been holding and trying to keep an eye on and the various things that you had previously set into motion. Theresa does get back, back to Sen and on the topic of, of armor. He's trying to determine how it was acquired by someone because it previously belonged to a guy that Sensaku... Fuck. That was your other character. <laughs> I hate you having the same name for your character as yourself. Um... Ares has wanted to track down some armor and he managed to find Theresa Tain, a relative 
of Corey. He's on Corellia. Um, I think I got Corey right. No, no, no. I was just pointing down to where Corey was on the overlay. Ah. For the viewers. I thought you were pointing... I knew you were doing that. I thought you were doing it to joke about how I got another name wrong. No. Okay. Uh, sorry about this. Um, she let you know that um, the arm her is that she only had one contact who was even approached about it. He, the details match up well enough. He never saw anything. He didn't express any interest. Um, it was being presented as somewhat of a collector's item. And she does have some more thoughts and information on the um, specific unusual symbology that it was apparently on the armor when your sister, Athena, found it. However, she would like to give you that information in person, apparently. It's either of a precise or delicate nature of some sort. Yep. Um, in addition to that, the group of you uh, I'm sure there was at least one other person you hold, heard back from. We had heard back from Alvad already. We heard back from yeah. Alvad on the first day. Yeah. Um, yep. You heard back from Alvad. Um, so in addition to that, a few of you were trying to set projects into motion and go about things in a certain way. Um, Powder, I want you to roll me either computers or mechanics at difficulty two. This is mostly to recall information you already have. Who's making that roll? Powder. Powder. <laughs> like, we're all sort of out of it, sorry. and it's like, wait, what? Yeah, what? sorry. I kind of Make that roll there. while I grab myself some fucking caffeine. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Which, what was the roll? I heard uh, it's a difficulty two, but... Difficulty two mechanics. Or computers. Joy. Or computers. I have more ranks in computers. Let's go with that one. Yay! Three successes and a triumph. All right. So, yeah. I feel bad for making you waste a good roll. Um, so That's you fine. do know in terms of trying to... Um, trying to appease what Alvad wanted without deleting your consciousness. You and Corey, when you were initially were working on... Um, these programs, Corey was able to isolate them to essentially mute them. Um, there was some discussion of it also being risky and challenging, but feasible to permanently delete those sort of subroutine memories. Mm -hmm. And from everything you know about your own programming and everything that you and Corey and I believe Rerun as well have talked about with regards to what Alvod wants, that would absolutely complete what he's asking for. You wouldn't have to delete any of your current consciousness, just some of those memories and notification subroutines. You don't know if you could restore them again, given, especially given that they 
seem to have been deleted, tried to delete in a previous wipe and just failed to or something like that. Right. Would there be a way to isolate them <clears throat> so instead of they were just being muted, they could be like turned off and then turned back on? Or is there a way that they could be isolated to like back them up separately, then delete yeah. them and put them back With later? With Triumph, it is possible you could essentially turn off the system so that you are not even aware they still exist, but so that you could get them back. It would be very challenging. Um, okay. And potentially more risky than just deleting them. Like, if things went catastrophically wrong, it would be more risky for you. Okay. But that is an alternative that you are aware of. You don't know if your allies would be willing to participate, but that is something you know is a possibility given conversations that have been had. Okay, and what about the the possibility of like backing those subroutines up someplace else to be able to delete them and then bring um, them? Like, you put them on a different that, hard drive. That would also potentially result in the. The only risk of that is, especially because these are things that were already sort of deleted and recovered, mm -hmm. there's a possibility that you could lose access to other memories um, and more okay. recent. That is also a thing you could try. Okay. But I, I don't know necessarily what the difference in effect for you would be between those two that you're hoping for. Memory fragmentation. <laughs> I think it's just more the the possibility of of ta taking it out, like put it on a different hard drive, going to 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 dude and being like, see, it's gone now, no issues, and as soon as he's cool with that, putting it back in. Yeah. So <laughs> let me just repeat what I said, just in case yeah, no, I was no. unclear. Um, you could try that. There's a risk that those files might not go back in smoothly or you could lose memories in either of those transfers. Right. You, The other option that you would be aware of with a Triumph is potentially just muting all of those memories for the moment. Yeah. So basically within your own brain without taking them out physically, um, essentially locking that off so that it cannot be opened it, you aren't able to access any of it. And then basically taking down that, I understand this isn't how the term actually is used, but firewall later. Right. Yeah, that'd probably be the, the safer, I guess, of the two options in that regard. Partition that shit. <clears throat> yeah. Just, just put it in its own little box and lock it away. <laughs> yeah, that would be safer. Both of these would be risky for you. Um, yep. It would be much less risky to just delete them permanently. So true, but that would, you know. Yeah. This is a, yeah. But this is a game wherein protagonists don't make optimal decisions. So exactly. we're not going to be deleting anything. <laughs> no. Or the players. Letting you know the options you have because this is a choice Tiger needs to make. Yep. Something that makes sense is boring. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
the three days of that come to an end, um, your slicer informs you that um, that you have new codes. They're not necessarily high clearance, and, but they shouldn't raise any flags under a standard scan. Um, Looks to me. Um, does Corey give him back his bug? What bug? The, bug the little me mechanical thing you were fucking with at the end of the last episode. Graphics, yeah. The little butterfly fly looking thing. Oh. The mechanical beetle. Yeah, if you, yeah, sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, if he wants it. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, let, wait, let me, let me try and remember what happened. Um, I vaguely remember him trying to capture remember. it under a thing. He was trying to put it in a glass yeah, because it, it was running so, around. Yeah, she's uh, she's gonna fix it as best as she could because I remember yeah. there was something wrong. She will return it upon a promise not to keep it trapped or enslaved underneath a glass. He'll agree to that very specific promise. <laughs> and Rerun leans out from behind Corey and just gives the guy a look. Uh, Rerun, you'd be aware this is not a sentient or aware entity. It's essentially a broken wind-up toy. Right. Not the point. I, I don't know why, but just the thought of, of Rerun doing this and giving a look. You're, you're, you're an R2, R3 droid. Like, yeah, so Rerun, Rerun sort of inclines himself on the side with the sort of variable length legs. <laughs> um, and then the sort of circle just flashes different colors. <laughs> yeah, the optical sensor nice. turns red. Nice. Right. All right. Well, and there's a beat, and then I just wheel myself the, the hell out of there. It has been absolutely lovely uh, dealing with you, sir. I hope to never have to do it again. And I head to the cockpit. Yeah. Mm. How do I bring back more breads? Every, all of the paneling is back on. Good. So... I check and make sure everything works. <laughs> everything works. Okay. Once... You take any of the paneling off. Yes, actually. Okay. He clearly did not do a great job of, like, making all of the cables cleanly aligned. It's just a knot back in there now. This motherfucker needs to learn some cable management. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> um, fix it later. But it, it all works. Shink, shink. Get a sticky note, attach it, write down cable management needs to happen. <laughs> uh, Stick it on the corner of the console. And then uh, wait till everybody's on the ship and take off back to Corvella. Cat? Yep. Um. And again, doing my best to evade any inquisitive imperial eyes. Do you mean Corellia? We're on Corellia. Corvella is the city in Corellia. Corellia is the planet. Right, right. My bad. Sorry. My bad. My bad. No, yeah. 
I spoke correctly, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is rare enough to be worth noting and commending, yes. <laughs> I found all of the full text of all of the things I was looking for. Yay. Yay. So hopefully I'll be less distracted now with my notes up. Um, <laughs> so, as you start flying in the sky over Corellia, most of you are probably in your own space around... It's only about, a, I believe, an hour, half an hour flight on, on the planet, in the planet's atmosphere to get to Corvella. Get back to Corvella. Um... But you're all sort of in the back of your mind going over the things you need to do. The obligations you are under. <laughs> the party's his, um, total obligation is at 110 at the moment. Oh, man. At what point do our minds just collapse? Hey, we're trying gang we're trying uh, so there's there's nothing for above 100 but i would rule that around like 200 is like the you're too stressed to move number <laughs> above we, 100 is like the max penalty at this point we're like all double up that at this point we're yeah. like all up minus two aren't we um so just as a refresher i want to go over yeah. on stream the <laughs> things that that means yeah many of you would be aware is given all of the various debts and things you need to handle, um, a lot of even the less legitimate um, sides of of the underworld are likely to be cautious about selling you things, especially selling you things for additional debt, knowing that your um, not necessarily in a position to pay. Um, they also might be worried about angering any factions that are not allied with you and increase their costs. Most legitimate businesses won't be willing to sell to you because you're notorious enough. And I'm just going to read this part out fully out of character. Once the party's obligation exceeds 100, the pressure of the obligations is so severe that they can focus on little else until the obligation is back under control. Until the party brings its total obligation back under 100, none of the players can spend experience points to improve abilities, train skills, or acquire talents. The PCs simply have too much on their mind and are fraught with too much mistrust, anxiety, and strain to focus this long enough to improve themselves. You also always automatically fail the D100 roll for your obligation because if you're at 100 or above there's just no role you can make that's high enough right um so by the time we get that down i'll have like 400 x yeah we'll have we'll all have quite a lot to spend by the time we get yeah. back underneath uh one of hey them. it's supposed to be a cattle prod incentive <laughs> The issue isn't yep. the cattle. The issue isn't the incentive. The issue is our ability to our ability to progress. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. Got to just keep chipping away. So, uh, 
I will specifically try to land at a different dock from the one that we landed into okay. previously in Corvella. Just because new same ship, new codes. <laughs> yeah, was would definitely have raised a flag with the tourism board. Yeah, so again, different dock, not the did. same one. Um, and just need then, to like graffiti a little bit of something on the side, so now it's a different ship. And then sort of. <gasps> uh, yeah, that's uh, how that works. Uh, using the uh, speaking to the ship as a whole, whether it being intercom or interpersonal, however. Right, so, um, Corey's aunt has some information for me regarding Yarek's armor. I'm going to go talk with her. Would you like to come with, Corey? Uh. Go. I may I may need your technical expertise on some of the information provided. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to go because I figure if I'm not there, there's at least a 30-70 chance that you'll kill her. So. I have never done anything hostile towards any member of your family. In fact, that you're the one that has brought up killing her more often than I have. In relation to you. I'm just saying. It's on your mind more than mine. Also, that you know of. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I may have killed someone in your family. Who knows? I don't really stop and ID the bodies all that much, unless it's required. Anyways. It's that kind of casual attitude to this whole thing that gives me reason for concern. I mean, would you rather me be casual about it, or would you rather me be obsessed about it? I'll let you think about which is worse while you walk. Come on. <laughs> All right. Has <laughs> Corey chose to figure out if being casual about killing or being obsessed about killing is worse? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so we're heading to uh, the the Lady Tane. Yep. Which would make the obligation this week Ares Oath, by the way, with the D100 roll. Do -do -do. So I'm at two. So Ares, you're down by two. Everyone else is down by one. Cool, cool. Yep. So, you make your way back to that part of the city. It's, it's a bit different navigating from a different area of it, given that you guys have been in the city for maybe a week at most. Um, but you eventually find your way there. As a reminder, Theresa Tain lives on a second floor or with these kind of open, um, curtained windows to her her establishment um, and like one of those staircases for upper floor buildings um, upper floor like shops and stuff mm -hmm. um, as you head up the stairs I want you both to roll me vigilance checks difficulty two and I'll flip two dark side points alright 
So set eight light to zero dark. So yes, we'll need to upgrade one vigil vigilante. One success. I I'm working on it. Nope. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Corey, I, I think it's safe to say that you're running this over in your head a little bit. Corey's still trying I'm to in figure the middle out. Of which... running... no, no, I'm not trying to figure <laughs> out which is worse because. But you're the going answer... to see family that you have certain feelings about. The answer is that's a bullshit question because it proposes that that is a binary situation and the only options. And fuck you, Mandalorian. Um. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> no, no. But, it's more like trying to imagine the room and where Ares is going to be and where I should position myself so I can throw something at him in case she says something that makes him angry and then he tries to kill her. Alright. So you're, you're sort of running through this room in your head and Ares, like, through the, even through the, um mask of your Mandalorian suit you smell that f very familiar scent of human blood I just reach out and put a hand to stop Corey from moving forward huh something's not right here reach down pull out uh, just, just sort of ready my blaster rifle not like aiming it at anything but just having it on hand and proceed forward slowly. Uh, define not right. Some ups. Uh, I'll smell blood up ahead. Okay. So we'll proceed forward at a at a careful pace. All right. Yeah. You head forward slowly, um, making your way into the, um, the door is as open as it ever is. It's sort of a sliding door. Um, peek your head in. Yep. Um, inside. <laughs> nope. Inside, things are still um, getting a little bit closer. This, it, it smells stale here. Um, it, you have been in enough of these situations. There's no scent of fresh gun. It's not really gunpowder, but Plasma laser discharge. Bolts. Yeah. yeah. Um, nothing like that. Um, looking around, you do spot... Um, that chair that Theresa was in last time you were there, and it seems like she's in the chair. You can't make out any details from this angle. Um, you can also see a body crumpled in the middle of the room. Theresa, I'll call out. Silence. Corey, watch the stairs, please. And I'm going to step into the room. Yeah, Corey is not watching the stairs at all. All right. Just for my benefit, uh, Jeremy, what are you doing? 
Oh, he's coming in with him. Okay. May as well try. Uh, yeah, step in the room and see what I can see moving in. Yeah. Um, so, moving in a little more, there's a Twilight person, probably mid-teens, mid to late teens, um, in the middle of the floor. You can see the, getting up closer, you can see the clear evidence of a plasma bolt um, directly through the chest. Um, sort of holding, st still, like, sort of looking at Teresa, who's mm -hmm. in a chair, probably dead. Um, uh, just sort of holding my rifle in one hand, I'll just crouch down and roll the Twi'lek over. Mm-hmm. I recognize yeah. him? Make me a xenology roll. I think that's what it's called in this thing. Sure. <laughs> what difficulty? Difficulty of three... Failure. Um, no. I'll look I'll look back at Corey and is it uh appearing male female or Unclear. Yeah. Uh Corey, you know who this is? I'll say indicating the dead Twilight. Huh? What? Look down. Same role? Uh, yeah, same role. Okay. One success? Um, with one success, um, so this person has blue and sort of a pale orange leku, um, yeah, like I said before, probably mid to late teens. Um, your rough guess, this is, um, you've only ever met a few people like this, um, is that they are not entirely Twi'lek, um, that they likely had a parent who was not Twi'lek. Okay. Human or some, it's, it's often a little hard to tell, and as I said, like, pretty rare in Corey's sort of experience. Mm hmm Um. Yeah. But you don't recognize this individual. Right, no. Certain, certain you've never met them before. I will stand up. And move over towards, move around the desk to look at Teresa. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so sort of getting up there, she does not seem to be moving. You don't see any evidence of a plasma bolt, anything like that. I will step forward and still, still with my blaster rifle ready in case I need to shoot something or someone. Uh, sort of move closer to inspect and see if I can find out. If she's breathing, if she's alive, if she's dead, if she's dead, how so? So, yeah, you move up and sort of try and nudge her just to get a general sense, maybe wake her up if she managed to sleep through gunfire. Um, and, like, I for mean... a second, her head kind of turns, and you're like, oh, wow, she's a what? Nope. 
her body sort of falls out of the chair. Um, yep. So I will crouch down and inspect and see if I can figure out how she was killed. Um, medicine difficulty of three again. Just trying to eliminate anything obvious like being stabbed. Three failures. I don't know. Wasn't stabbed, wasn't shot. <laughs> well, if she was stabbed, it would have happened through cloaks, which are stabbable. Definitely a knife could have gone through these garments. Uh... Look around, see if there's any sort of a data pad on the desk or anything like that. No, um, looking around, Therese's shop is cluttered with stuff. You see that um, sort of back stand where there's the image of the girl who looks like Corey, very young, and probably Theresa and a few other people in a photograph that um, the sort of wooden statue stick that um, got Sayolo upset previously. There's the rocks on there's the large number of rocks on the far wall it doesn't seem like she has a data pad hmm. well this became interesting i say looking around so you said that that the 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 uh toilet thing is still there um yeah the hybrid uh, yeah. is still on the No, the, the, the stick thing. Oh, yes. The wooden idol. Yeah. <sighs> I know that the... I assume the teen did not get up and leave. I would have shot Sorry. him. Sorry. <laughs> her. I've right been there. explained as dead, but since you're not paying attention to me now, uh... I'll just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Zombies! Uh... Ares is a Star Wars character I could see in a zombie setting. Oh, yeah. Oh. What, you mean I can kill all of them again? Hi. <laughs> um... Corey's gonna get up and just start going around and starting to pick up personal effects from the shop. Okay. Yeah. Um... And start bagging them in something. Okay. Yeah, there it's easy enough to find stuff. There's the um there's the photograph um that you noticed before and a few other right. photos. Um there's there's some memorabilia. Most of her personal stuff seems to be on this set of two shelves um okay do you choose to take the um yes okay um i'm gonna go over to the windows and close them if i can uh and then uh on over the comm link rerun yon comes right here hmm? could you uh Probably everyone actually get down here to Teresa Tain's shop. Should we be prepared for anything? 
Oh, we got two bodies here that we probably use some investigating. Son of a fuck. <clears throat> Who did you kill this time? Nobody. They were dead upon arrival. That's usually how people end up when they meet you for the first time, though, isn't it? No. Anyway, yeah, I'll get people together. <clears throat> um, closing the windows. <laughs> there is nothing to tune. Oh. There is just the cloth windows. There's no. Is it like, yeah, if there's a cloth, if there's the thing, then I'll just pull yeah, the curtains. Yeah, it's, it's just like a loose flying cloth. Um, Am I correct in remembering? It's more a whoosh. <laughs> Am I correct in remembering that this shop appeared to be attached to a living area? Uh, yeah. Um, there's a door that seems that would likely lead further back in the shop. That's where I'm going. Okay. So rerun will run around the Nasari, ask uh, Rainbow and Glass if they'll keep an eye on the ship, and grab everybody else who's available okay. and start burning rubber across town towards uh, right. Teresa's shop. Mm -hmm. I will go with. I'll just take one last glance around and go with Corey, just in case someone's hiding in the bedroom. I shove Ares back and shut the door on him. Yeah. Fine. Uh, Scream Corey. if you get attacked. The bedroom is pretty simple. There's a small four-poster bed with cloth sheets um, in a sort of grayish brown um, there's a bedside light um, there's it's uh, it's not exactly hidden so you see it um, under the bed there is is some sort of locked chest okay um, that also goes in whatever bag I have located it, it's like a um or is that a fairly big travel thing? chunk trunk sized? Cool. So, That's nice and portable. Yeah. It it doesn't necessarily fit in the bag, but you can also pick that up. Does it have does it have little rolly wheels and an extending Roll me a D one hundred. I could spend a destiny point if you want to use yes, my you spend a destiny point. That is what destiny points are for. Alright. Yes, it has rolly wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Best destiny point spend yet. So yeah, everything of any kind of identifying personal anything is getting yeah. bagged up. Um, she doesn't have much back here. She has some clothes. Um, Boom. A few garments that look more specific like ceremonial or something um uh, some smaller bits of the same rocks you saw in the outside shop okay boom, boom, boom. okay yeah while Corey's in there since the door was closed on me i'm gonna go uh check uh check her and the twilight uh, and see if there's anything on them that might be a, that might lend some information to this all right um uh, what's the check for for frisking You know what? A Neither of them have anything hidden on them, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh the so going through which one are you doing first? Teresa. 
Move closer. Okay. Going through Theresa's stuff, um, you find she's wearing a small pendant um, made of some sort of clear glass in a circle. Um, she, she has in her possession, it, it's basically just in one of the pockets of her robe, um, a few sort of cloth samples with a few different symbols on them. Um, Aries, you would recognize one of them as very clearly matching the Phoenix symbol. I believe your sister showed you a picture of the yeah. armor. Yeah. Yeah. Matching the Phoenix symbol that she thought was weird on the armor. Um, and a few other varieties of similar Phoenix art. Not exactly the same, but your best guess is these may have been like her. Okay, which of these does it look like swatches? They all seem to have been painted with the same paint at the same time. Okay. Uh, leave the pendant on her, pull the cloths out, sort of put them on the table to look at them. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else that was on her? Um, anything else that was on her? No, just those two. The glass pen, the clear glass circular pendant, and the four cloth swatches. Then I'll go check the toilet. Um, the toilet has about thirty credits. On him, um, he has a he blast a simple light blaster um, that he doesn't seem to have a ch had a chance to pull out. Um, what else did he have? They fuck. They um, they had a. No, that's that's all they had on them. Sorry. Okay. I'll uh, leave the credits, take the blaster, and um, I want to see if I can figure out what made the hole in this person's body. Sure. Medicine check difficulty. Like, if I could I'll say it. difficulty two with a boost die for Ares' familiarity with various types of guns. Alrighty. Um, and it, as you make that, we're going to quickly cut back to rerun and co. So rerun grabs five uh, frag grenades. <clears throat> um, plenty of uh, bits for detonation and that sort of thing. Yeah. Just make sure you're not going over your weight capacity. He's not. No, that that'll okay. put him at, at capacity. Um, and uh, he'll tell Siolo and Powder that there are apparently they found a couple of bodies. Don't worry, Ares didn't make them himself. Um, and they're calling for backup, so we may have a bit of a situation to investigate. Mm -hmm. All right. Roger will immediately check all of the medical supplies on their person to make sure that they have enough stuff. And then he'll go get Praz and say, Ares needs help. He found, but did not create some bodies. Can you come just for a little extra muscle backup? Yeah. I I had uh, Glass and, and Rainbow. They'll be watching the ship. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let me uh, just quick grab uh, my rifle and be on my way. 
and put my armor on. Mm -hmm. And as soon as everybody's collected and underway, he'll comma Ares again. On our way, about X minutes out. <laughs> right. And just in the pouches, just uh, the pouches that are all over Prez's armor, there's already two frag grenades in there, so. Good. In case we need backup. <laughs> yep. In case the need arises too. for seven frag grenades. Never enough. There's never Eight. too many frag grenades. Eight. I have one I as well. I disagree. <laughs> never too many frag grenades. Word of God disagrees with you. <laughs> Good to know. At some point, there is going to be a misfire in this party. And some people accidentally <laughs> hit an ally. And that ally will explode in a pile of frag grenades. I like that you... I like... I like that you think it's going to be an ally that explodes <laughs> and not like one of us. That's. Yeah, somebody I pulled mean, the trigger while the it was still in the holster, pointing but... at one of their own oh. grenades. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, so... I feel like it's going to be like you, you, go to, you go to throw it, you hit the button, you go to throw it, and like it's, it's like Ares, but it catches on his gauntlet or something. Or <laughs> try to cook it too long so they can't throw it back. <laughs> well, too too long. Yep. Sorry. I think anyway. I can actually survive holding a grenade while it explodes. You probably could. You. I don't have any. Your hand, your hand grenade, probably so. would not. Yeah, there's some G GM Fiat with critical injuries and that would be an automatic critical injury um i don't know open palm it's like a firecracker <laughs> all right just replace the robotic arm <laughs> it's a lot worse than a firecracker <laughs> yeah, anyway. anyways anyways i uh what do i figure out on three successes for um me? yeah on three successes sorry i was trying to make sure the rest of the group got something to do um on three successes this was probably a sniper bolt which likely came in through the window though you're pretty sure he's been dead for at least a day or two could i just glancing out the window through the curtain figure out where this would likely have come from yeah imagine... there's a roof across like you could probably have done it flying in the middle of the street but there's a roof across the way that would have been the most likely sniper's nest yeah all right uh just over the comms. On your way over, please do be advised that one of these bodies was killed by a rogue sniper. Keep an eye out for, well, actually if they're good enough you won't see him, but if one of you drops dead, try to figure out where you got hit from. So yeah, you guys are about halfway there when you all get that. Me. That fucking Mandalorian has the way with words, I swear. It's like that scene in Taken where the dad's like, look, you're going to be get caught, okay? So just yell out any facial marks like, like, I know you're going to get boned, so don't worry about trying to escape. Just tell me what happens. <laughs> That's Ares. <laughs> You'll die, but I'll fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Not helpful. <laughs> All right. Just letting them know so that if one of them gets randomly sniped, the others know to look around. <laughs> Uh, do you know, uh, I'll go back over the comm, do you know where from? Yeah, I'm looking at a rooftop right across from the building. Uh, I'm just gonna go straight there then. 
when we get nearby. Yeah, I'll point, yeah. It, out, I'll point it out to you when you get here. Just quickly, Corey also gets that message. Anything she wants to do in the meantime? Uh, she is essentially fairly methodically scrubbing this place of any connection to Corey. Her family. <laughs> no. Significantly not Corey. Her family. Mm -hmm. Alright. Yeah. Trying to make the shop anonymous, essentially. Yep. And all taking right. it all with her. Um, yeah. You basically are carrying enough stuff that until you ship it back or have someone else carry it, you're encumbered. But That's fine. That's mostly just because you're You've got moving levels of stuff. Uh, but yeah, you... Some of it, it's it's hard to know if you would be personal. Like, you assume that the rocks are part of what the shop sells, but... But are probably personal, to you too. In any way. Yeah. 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 And she is but they're also giant things. boulders that are, like, placed in showcase on a rack, so... Yeah, I can't do much about those. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Alright, so, uh, at this point, um, Kraz, you're headed up to the opposite roof? Yeah, I'll just go up there, and uh, I'll start that? looking around. Uh, is there a fire escape? No, it's Star Wars. <laughs> uh, how tall is the building? About three stories. Okay. Is, uh, I'll go up to one of the doors. Is it locked? Um, I mean, the door to the business on the main floor isn't locked. Um. It's a. Shop that seems to be selling like. Pretty basic equipment um, for rock repelling and climbing. Is there like a plaque on the front that says what all each floor has on it? Like first shot, first floor is a shop, second floor is residence. Um, the second two floors have names on them. And there is, like, one of those staircases, like with Theresa's place, that heads up to presumably the businesses on the other two floors. Okay. Um, uh, I'll actually do a once around the building to see if there's any evidence that somebody's, like, I don't know, use climbing gear in it. Okay. Uh, make me a... see what role would that be perception vigilance death save yeah death saves like... aren't a thing in this system you're right i'm daily. sorry i'm sorry you're just dead awesome no if helix was hunting you you would all be dead long ago 
Um, I'm going to just make it a perception. All right. Difficulty? Difficulty three as you're looking for something pretty specific. Okay. Uh, no successes, no failures, but one advantage. It's definitely a building that would be climbable with enough athletic prowess, but there you don't see anything that like indicates a grappling hook was used. Okay, then I'm going to quick look to the left, look to the right, make sure nobody's watching, and I'm just going to climb. Okay. As fast as I can. Yeah, you find a blind spot where the... Um, a different person this time who's working at that noodle shop, noodle soup shop that you went to previously, mm-hmm. can't see you. Though they have given you some weird looks because you're casing a building. I mean, I walked know. around it once. I didn't um, do multiple okay. laps. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. Make me... I don't know if you have a skill that specifically relates to this, but it's going to be an athletics role to climb. I have multiple things that make me super athletic. There's the athletics okay. skill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I was... Cody has talent in that general area. Yeah. I was yeah. not sure if there was anything I needed to account for on that. Uh, no. Just... Um... Difficulty two. Mm-hmm. Lamb. Three successes, two advantages. Nice. Yeah, you. It doesn't. It's not like instant, but you scale the building. Okay. Uh, Up top, there's a sort of little bit of a lip in a rooftop area. It's just flat. There doesn't seem to be anyone up here. Okay, uh, one second. While that's happening, the rest of you, uh, Powder, Sai, and Rerun, you head up the stairs to Therese's place? Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Aries is standing over a body. Oh, no, I'm standing at a window, looking out, because I was directing Braz to the building. Ah, okay. Uh, Powder will, will go. immediately go to the bodies and check them. Rerun will go yeah, find Corey. Two difficulty three medicine ta- checks. I, I point at the one on the ground and say, that one got shot. Not sure what happened to Theresa, pointing at her. Um. Alright. First one is two successes, two threats, and two triumphs. And the All second right. one is a success and an advantage. Okay, so, yeah, you're pretty sure that the guy on the floor was definitely killed by the blaster bolt that hit him when he died. Probably a single shot, definitely a single shot. Um, Front or back? And with two triumphs, you also notice that some of those notifications start popping up. You don't, obviously, they're sort of not currently in front of your face, Corey set your internal phone to not beep <laughs> at you. Right. But 
um, you notice more of those notifications. Um, Theresa, you sort of, it takes a, you a minute, but you see some discoloration around the lips, you see some other stuff, and you notice, with enough looking, a small injection wound just on her arm. It doesn't seem to be, like, self-inflicted. It seems to be someone drugged or poisoned or something like that. Um, okay. Um, can I figure out how long they've been dead? Yeah, uh, they've both been dead about two days at this point. So, okay. uh, if, if Ares is, this would be shortly after last contact was made with Ares, if Ares okay. communicated when... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the, the timeline matches up for them to, her to have died the same day you made contact with her. Okay. Um, Powder will absolutely, uh, mention the fact that they seem to have been dead for a couple of days. Well, we, she died by injection. Yes. So then someone was in the room as well as someone sniping. We're looking for two people. I think we can found I, one of them. Hmm? Can I tell if the if the the Twilight was shot from afar? Or if it was in the room? Yeah, uh, with two triumphs, a uh, sniper bolt matches what... Probably. Um, okay. Yeah, you guys can probably see Praz walking around in the roof. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, mean, I, want, also... I want you three to... The four of you to make me vigilance checks at difficulty... Uh, difficulty three with a setback die because it is a challenging angle. Um, does my, uh, hang on, let me double check something before I... You said vigilance? Yep. Nailed it. <laughs> I did not. One success, wow. four threat. <clears throat> okay. So. Four failures. And a threat. Four failures, but an advantage. <laughs> Three you failures, two advantage. I was the sniper. I'm the only okay. one paying Oh, wait, hang so on. I didn't need to have a boost, but I failed anyways, so. You re-roll it. The rule is you always re-roll if you rolled the wrong dice. Oh, in that case, two successes and three threats. Okay. Hey. So, Ares, out of the corner of your eye, you see someone on that roof, and you almost instinctively duck, but you also were the one who guided Prez up there, yeah. so you know that that's him. Um, Rerun, you also, like, as there's this discussion of snipers, you kind of glance out the window and see um, a hard-to-make-out figure in full combat gear on the roof across the street. Duck and cover. And he heads into the other room after Corey. Do I see rerun duck and cover? By leaving Dead the room that. to go okay. to put several several other sur wall surfaces between me and that window, yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like watch rerun take off and just drunk. Anyways, they were probably over there where Praz is right now, so they're pointing out the window. Okay. 
looking right. for Corey at this point. Um, yeah, so probably around the, t- the same time, rerun and sigh, you find Corey in the back room. Door opens. Ares, I swear to God, I told you not to come back here. It's not Ares. Point of no. order, you didn't actually say anything. I spoke plenty with my shove. Not really. You need to work out more. Anyway, <laughs> children. <laughs> doopty doopty doo. Corey? Doopty doo. But, huh? Yeah. You alright? Uh. What answer do you want? An honest one. I'm compartmentalizing. Okay. Um, find anything useful. Clues, evidence back here. <laughs> she walks over and just puts a big pile of the stuff that she's grabbed in size arms. Here, hold this. <clears throat> I don't. Ha- I I can only carry so much. Holding. After we've cleaned up, Corey, what do you want us to do with the building? Hmm? Are there any other businesses? Uh, I and I'm sorry. I know you said this several times, but. I have the memory retention of a of a of a something. I'm in the general um, area. In the, the in building, the are there any other businesses or the like attached? There's another name listed for the room up one more. You're not sure. Um, you know that the storefront on the main floor seems to be something closed down. Um. Hmm. Bring the bodies with us. We'll need to rent a speeder. Can somebody mm. check and see if can somebody check and see if anybody actually lives above? Because otherwise, we've got we we can put those fragmentation grenades to some use. And rerun goes to check. Mm. Okay, rerun. Um, you slide up the stairs to the next one. Um. The door to this one seems to be slightly more solid and be locked. Astromex He'll can make out. it upstairs. This is an established. Yeah, no, thing. he's he's doing he's doing the the little like servo climb thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'll just bang himself into the door a couple times and listen. Okay. Um. There's no sound from within. Alright. So, what's the difficulty on a Skullduggery check to get this door open? <laughs> difficulty two. Okay. I'm flipping a light side point. <laughs> One success. <laughs> Hmm. 
Okay, one success is all you needed. Uh, okay. The door swings open. And um, go. We need to have a look around. Hmm? All right. So this room has various um, boxes. There's a lot of stuff that seems to be in crates. Um, There seems to be a lot of stuff that's in crates and a few um, hollow tables and other things that are out. Um, no one seems to be in here. There seems to actually be a fairly significant layer of dust over the entire room. Um, there's large number of posters um, hanging on the walls. Okay. Uh, posters of anything in particular? Roll me a knowledge core worlds check. Okay. Difficulty on that is difficulty of two. two. Leaf okay. Cassidy and Danny Partridge. Yeah, nice. That's what's on the wall. One success, three threat. <laughs> well, we'll get to find out if your pop culture references are accurate when they go over my head. Um... <laughs> Those are 90s, 90s pop teen idols. Okay, if they were current pop teen idols, 90s? I would probably also have sorry, it go 70s, over my head. 70s pop teen idols. Oh my okay, I'm sorry. If these Cassidy and the Partridge all family of these is not would 90s. go over my head, is my point. I'm bad yeah. at names and I'm bad at keeping track of stuff. Huh. <laughs> so, one success. One success. You vaguely recognize these as sort of popular hollow net entertainment of various kinds. Um, okay, we're gonna start going through these deal shows, then. like essentially the Star Wars equivalent of let's make a deal stuff like that. Right, game shows and shit. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna crack open some of these crates. I got my toolkit okay. with me. <laughs> yeah, they're not exactly hard to crack open. Inside there are model there's like tiny model car speeders tiny model speeders there's um a foosball table just a foosball table mm -hmm. um some other stuff like that again most of it seems like it hasn't seen use in a while um all of the crates seem like they've been closed okay but there's no like, oh, scraps of electronics or I mean ammunition or well functioning food there's several well functioning um hollow tables and some hollow tapes, um, but nothing military. Um no, nothing 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 of applicable grade. <laughs> yeah. Nothing military. There's no corpses in any of the boxes, nothing stunning. Gotcha. All right. He'll make a quick spin through the other rooms just to see if anything jumps out at him as noticeable or important, and then head back downstairs. Um, yeah, nothing. And make me a vigilance difficulty, too. Okay. One success. With one success, um... Nothing specifically jumps out at you. Okay. 
he will shut and lock the door again and then go downstairs and see if he can break into the closed storefront shop thing. Um... Alright, uh, so make me Skullduggery difficulty 2 again. Okay. Two successes and an advantage. <laughs> Slides open. Excellent. Um, the storefront usually these things are not left just vacant vacant they tend to leave a bunch of stuff behind because they don't want to pay for storage somewhere else is what's in here um in here there is the remnants of essentially a diner the walls and floor are tile cracked in a few different places those sort of stools that are adhered to the floor um yeah the, in the back there is some kind of run down you get the sense it's been probably years since it's been used um boilers other food preparation equipment um and apparently somebody driving a dirt bike around. Sorry, that is my uh oh so noise pollution conscious neighborhood. I just I just liked the idea of rerun sort of and just somewhere in here, like there's a track that goes around the thing that somebody is just constantly riding a dirt bike around. <laughs> No, that's the sound that Rerun makes when he goes when he shifts into a top gear with all the modifications that he's made. Um, he'll he'll once again just make a quick pass through the place, see if there's anything that he can salvage or loot. Um, there's not much that's salvageable, but make me a mechanics difficulty too. Let's see, let's see what you okay. can come up with. Mechanics difficulty. Two mechanic starts with an M. Hey, two successes and an and a triumph three threat. I mean, if you wanted to get the most out of those explosives, there is a lot of industrial kitchen equipment in the back, like with chemicals and shit in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like, uh, Danny Phantom clip here. Ah. For sure. Industrial shit. You don't need shit. to understand. It's a reference for Jack, because Rerun would know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. He will just scout out the best places to drop some explosives where they'll cause the most structural, localized structural yep. damage and potentially overload some other things with and interior a triumph, power. You do that pretty easily. Um, the more of them you use, the more devastating and loud this will be. He's actually wanting to go for localized, not okay. mass destruction. Um, can he spend the triumph to figure out exactly how many yeah, grenades he'll uh, need? Yeah, so you'd probably want to use two, and you can place them. Okay. For that. Click, click. Remote detonator. Little button to click. Yep. 
wire that up, and then head back upstairs, find Corey. Well, the rest of the building seems to be more or less either abandoned or derelict. So there's a couple of explosive charges downstairs for when we want to leave. I'm, I'm confused. Why are we blowing up the building? Because whatever happened here is not going to be tied to my family in any way, shape, or form. And destroying all evidence that they even operated here is the easiest way to do that. Plus, it'll look like there was just a power overload in the uh, abandoned but, diner downstairs. Hmm? But destroying all evidence also makes the bad people that did this get away easier. Oh, we're going to catch the people who did this. Also, they didn't really You really think I'm going to leave here. this to... You really think I'm going to leave this to Corellian authorities? No, but it, it can't hurt to have other people looking into it. They're just going to get in our way. I, I just We're don't understand. Talk about things we can't do and things that are, you know. It will I, eliminate a lot of red tape surrounding this investigation if we just handle it ourselves. I, I'm not saying we don't look into this. Obviously, it's Corey's aunt. What I'm also saying is... I, I feel like we're hamstringing ourselves, blowing up the building. I can see how you would arrive at that conclusion, and that is certainly a perspective to consider. Um, what I think Corey and I are getting at is that an unobstructed investigation by individuals not hampered by bureaucracy in our experience, subjective though it may be, tends to be a bit more efficient and effective than one where the non-hampered individuals are also having to worry about tripping over more official channels who are going to probably be going to the same places and looking for the same thing, so it kind of eliminates the competition. I see what you mean about needing as much evidence and information at this point as we can gather so that we have the best chance at tracking down the individuals responsible. That is very, very insightful. But once we have that information, we don't want other people following along behind us on the same trail, um, if that makes sense. Are there cameras in this built in this room? No. Are there cameras? Did I notice any cameras on the building at all? Uh, the only one you would have noticed in this region, there's one inside of the bar that you went to previously. There's one on the noodle shop that you also went to previously. Does the noodle shop happen to have like a direct line of view to the door of this place? That would require a destiny point. I'll spend a destiny point. Alright, so while that's being done, we're going to transition back to Praz. Um, what you looking for? Uh, anything I can find. I'll go to the wall that faces uh, the shop. Uh, see if there's any good spots that wouldn't be. Yeah, you can easily you can pace around to where you um, where you have a good line of sight into the window. Yeah, and then I'll just look for look. I'll search the immediate area and look to see if there's any evidence that somebody else has been up here recently. Uh, make me a. I guess perception difficulty three. 
I'm going to use a light side point. And there's a, uh, there's a setback on that. I just read over an ability thing. Okay, so setback. Perception. One success and two threats. Um, yeah, this place seems to see a, not tons and tons, but a fair amount of foot traffic for a rooftop. Yeah, that's odd. I mean, there is a latch that goes from the building to up here, so it's possible mm -hmm. that Possible that someone lives in that building smokes. Yeah. Damn death sticks. Uh... <laughs> there are more things you can smoke in Star Wars than death sticks, but that yeah. is an option. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, if I just see that it's pretty heavily trafficked, I'll just come back over that. I don't think we're going to find anything from the roof. Um, I didn't think so either. That's why I didn't go over. But hey, thanks for checking know. out. Yeah. And then I'll climb down through the hatch. All right. If it's on the uh, left. Yeah. So, Praz, about at this point, you would be meeting up with the rest of the group. Um, okay. Areas you wanted to... So, Siolo. Tell you what, though. Uh, you're right. We do need more evidence. Now, there's not a lot of evidence here. At least not a lot of stuff was uh, at least not that I can see. We could probably still look around a little bit more and see if we can find something. But there just so happens to be a noodle store right outside that has a clear line of view to the entrance way to this shop. Now, this had to have, according to Powder, this had to have happened a couple of days ago, shortly after I got off the call with uh, with uh, Theresa. Theresa. So, if Wait, you what? could go over and speak with that noodle person and see if you could get access to their cameras if they happen to have the recordings from a couple of days ago we might be able to see who came in with our dead Twi'lek friend um totally dumb um, for doing that um you realize that the that that the Twi'lek is probably How to put this? Not part of the assailant crew, right? No. But the Twi'lek didn't live here, or at least wasn't here previously, and was likely in the room with the person who injected your aunt with poison. So therefore, there had to have been a third person in this room. The snipe, you can't really snipe someone with a needle from that far out. And if they had, then where's the needle? Hmm. There was that a third person in this room. More apropos part of I'm, this. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to make an assumption that you're going to find some sort of genetic similarity between Teresa and this guy. This kid. Okay. I say kid. I think the I think he's actually older than me. Like mid but... to late teens. Um. That doesn't change the fact that there was a third person in this room. 
I right. Don't, either way, I, I don't, don't think, think looking... that that person necessarily came in with them. I just wanted to make that part clear. Maybe not. Either way, someone entered this building shortly after, and I'll give Seal of the time. And if that camera caught them, then we'll have a little bit more of an idea as to what happened. Looking at foot traffic is is going to be helpful, I think, no matter what. But Though, I... in addition, uh, just to add on to what Rerun and Corey were saying, blowing up this place, sure, it keeps the Corellian authorities from looking too far into it, though they will still investigate because the building blew up. It will also put the people we're hunting's mind at ease, thinking that all the evidence went down with the building. Uh, I, if they're I still get, paying attention. I get that. I, the, the main problem I'm having, though, is we are destroying infrastructure to the city, which hurts its residents, to cover our own ass when I don't think we need to. We're, we're, we're doing the thing my people actively fight against. Corellia suffered worse. Does it? Okay, some slaves suffer worse. Does that mean we okay other slavery? No. Wow, that's the direction to go to. Yep, because um, this is directly against what my people uh, fight against. Let's put it that... Hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. Not, Actually, I'm not a... bullshit. It's also what your people do if it's, if it's imperial-controlled areas. So we, let's not get on that high horse. It is actually um, an imperial controlled area. Yeah, as, as, as a reminder. I still don't <laughs> think it's okay. <laughs> I'm just saying that argument is that stance of that argument is. But no, I just wanted to remind people of that. The reason that I'm 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 suggesting this is multiple fold. One so that the authorities don't get in our way because the as far as they'll concern be concerned, this would have been an explosion and not a hit. Uh, we'll already have taken the bodies out anyway, so that, but, but, um, two, like Gary said, to put the people, uh, our, 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 our targets' minds at ease. And three, because I don't think my aunt is the only Tane that lives here. And I don't want anything here that might connect them. Might put them back in the crosshair. So if we destroy, if we destroy everything, there's a clean break there. Oh, you're no, there's not. If if this individual or whoever attacked your aunt, I'm going to assume they've been staking the place and also know someone else. Blowing the building up does nothing in terms of cutting family names out of it. It just destroys the building and makes no, now no. the police want to look into uh, the explosion, not someone else's uh, misdoings. It's now looking into our own misdoings. Oh, it's not going to look like I'm misdoings. With... It's going to look like an overloaded power conduit took the place down. You're making I'm a... with Psy, though. If, uh... if the building blows up, however it looks... And your aunt's not here. Her name is on this building, isn't? Is it for this shop yeah. and her? It's her yeah. Old sort of yeah. For so business. the explosion is probably going to be enough to potentially vaporize any organic tissue that's in here. Uh, I would assume. If you're making it look like a power converter overloaded. 
pretty much. There's some reasonably heavy-duty industrial appliances downstairs that have not been best maintained, shall we say? If they don't even find traces of organic matter, though, they're just going to assume it was... Dis I would... Worst case scenario, they assume it's a disappearance, and then they start looking for your aunt. And then they then the Corellian authorities go to your family and say, hey, has has she contacted you recently? It obfuscates like it a lot more than a room with a shit ton of evidence, including including bloodstains and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Look, just let me make my point. If If we leave it as is... Okay, or take the bodies, doesn't matter. If we have a hard time finding anything else here, I assume second-rate authorities are going to just be chasing their tails in this dead end of a murder and not get anywhere with it. Versus if we add more complications, such as blowing up a building, it's just more possibility for something to go wrong. However, that does not negate the fact that I'm still not okay with just blowing up this building. Okay, and that's where we're going to take a break. <laughs> yes, we'll be back in a minute. And that's why selective Welcome. deconstruction via explosives is one of the best forces in modifying societal change. So as delightful as this conversation has been, I will point out to Rerun and Corey. Remember I just told Ciolo that there's a noodle shop with a camera on it that looks at the entrance to this building? All right, so we're going to have to move the bodies out the back. It's already seen all of us. Tapes. It's already seen all of us come in. As has the person working at the noodle shop. I don't know about the rest of you, but I am very nondescript. I'm not. As no, you not. look at the rest of this group, <laughs> neither is Corey, <laughs> neither is Ciolo, neither is Press. Is especially in in Corellia. I was gonna say probably Corey Rerun and Powder are the three most uh, non-descriptive. Nervous-looking mechanic is. Especially I've been wearing my helmet since the ship, so because dead bodies were involved in the description of why I should leave the I mean, ship. I have I have too, but Mandalorian armor is very distinctive and easy yeah. to spot. Yeah, for very good reasons. Is so kind of distinct. Exploding this building is not necessarily the best of ideas. As much as I would love to see it go up. Let's just take all the stuff you've already grabbed, Corey. Take the bodies. Go get see if Ciolo can't get that, can't, that video footage for us. And then leave the building intact. You're also, the least Mandalorian Mandalorian I've ever met. <laughs> how many Mandalorians have you ever met? Seven. I feel like you're lying. He's dreading. Uh, from a GM perspective, that's a reasonable estimate. You fought in the war. Yep, I fought in the Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, more if, you, more if you consider... Um, the clones to be Mandalorian. They, yeah. <laughs> that's something people go back and forth on, but... Either way, there are times when, there are times when excising a building from the face of the Earth are called for, and there are times when it's not. 
as much fun as it would be, this is one of those times where it's not quite called for. Especially considering we're trying to keep it low profile for a variety of reasons. Rerun. Stands. Would you be able to get those tapes remotely? Uh, difficult. Networked recording. Most buildings, as I understand, record and store everything locally. So in l it's, I'm just, yeah. I'm just a little worried about going and asking around for them, no matter the reason. Just simply because someone's face then is tied to, hey, this person asked for tapes after folks were found dead. We Here. could, well. Here's smooth talker. Smooth yeah. talk the person that owns the noodle store joint while rerun finds an access alternatively for... you could tell me what to say and i could go talk to them alternatively again we could either just pay them because bribes usually speak very loudly to a great many people especially those in service industry employment or if we're a little short on funds we come back after they've closed and i get them then yeah, I'm not worried about getting the tapes. I'm worried about someone days later asking who got the tapes and using the same methods we used. Oh, then. Right. Night time, night time reconnaissance to news. Then. I'm going to get you up there. I just feel like that would be safer to your point if he's about keeping a low profile. Certainly. Plus, it would give me a nice consolation prize for not being able to deconstruct a building. Yeah, you don't at least worry. get to get your... <laughs> I guarantee you that before the next year is done, you I'm and sure I will deconstruct many buildings with many people inside them. That way, you get the extra squishy bits. Um, I'll go disconnect the charges. So, Corey, um, is there anything you wanted to do as that's happening? Um. Hmm. I also. Sorry. So, okay, so you tell me this might take one or two or might be too much, but using utility, but. Considering that these are potentially useful things for, um, uh, for, uh, uh, uh technical purposes, mm -hmm. would I happen to have a, biological matter scanner, first of all? Or perhaps, I don't know, Powder might be able to check for that. Um, so, those are pretty expensive, so I don't think you would just have one outside of inventory. You could have, if this would help, a test kit for, like, is this blood? Pop it in. Yes. No. Okay. Sort of things. Um, you or Powder could have one of those pretty easily. Okay. Um... Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's an official credit worth cap on your thing, but I feel like that's above it. 
Uh, let's see. So let me look at it specifically and see how it reads. Um, all it says is rarity no greater than four. Okay. Yeah. That that That's would fine. unfortunately be. That's fine. Um, as long as we can we can scan and get uh, essentially uh, enough information based off of mm-hmm. what you said. Then the other thing would be how to put it. Something that cleaning equipment, for lack of a better term. Bleach. I mean, I'm thinking more the the utility belt version of that, but yes. You want that goo the predator pulls out and throws in that pool, dissolves everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, sci-fi it with ultraviolet rays or something weird, yeah. laser, blah, blah. A crime scene cleanup kit. <laughs> um, Considering, sure. I will throw this in, considering that most of her life has spent growing up under the ownership of a hut. Yeah, I, okay, sure. Um, that's going to cost a destiny point. I that's think fine. your thing does already, but... Yes, yes, that caused... Um, I, I use a destiny point. Yeah. To, okay. I will note that huts don't care about cleaning up crime scenes because they run the places where they commit their crimes. Unless they commit crimes. <laughs> That's against exactly other why they care about cleaning up the crime scenes. They're gonna need to use the lounge next week. That also. <laughs> also, unless they're cleaning up crimes with other huts, and technically, at this point, they are independent from the empire, but not really. Yeah, the relationship between the Huts as a crime syndicate and the Huts as a political organization and the Empire is fascinating and will be an hour rant if I get on yes. it. It's very complex. There's a reason why all of us avoid Huts. <laughs> yeah. Huts are awesome. They're a thing. They're not worse than, you know, anything else. No, so, they're yeah, worse I'll... than quite a lot else. <laughs> <laughs> I'd much rather deal with an Athorian than a hut any day. <laughs> um, so yeah, you will ask uh, if Powder can get all of the information she can, evidence-wise, from here. Whatever she can get, whatever they can get. Uh, and Corey, and let me know when they're done. Okay. I was going to let you know is... Corey would have the thought um, that um, anything rerun can rig up to explode. You could probably also rig up. It'd be harder without charges, but if oh, there's I know. stuff to overload. Believe it's me, possible. that has been considered. Okay. I I know you're working and also not feeling well. I just wanted to make sure that no, no. was that has clearly on the table. Been considered. She's yeah. Um, um, but yeah. Can you get just anything that we're going to be able to use evidence wise? 
DNA, if, anything, etc. Yeah, and just let me know when you're done. <laughs> if powder is given the <laughs> the go ahead to take DNA, that's what they're going to do. I mean, powder's already taken some off this while, like. Yeah. So yeah. Yes, but now I have permission. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how permission works. <laughs> Powder anyway. and rerun. Powder shrugs. Powder and rerun seem to uh, be those types of droids who have been programmed with the concept that it is much easier to beg forgiveness than ask permission. <laughs> I will note Retro that. I will note to... that. Uh, if you're generally welcome. we don't do either but you know if it hang, came down to one or I will, you, 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 you're doing a bang up job on that whole you know f making sure powder doesn't randomly collect samples from things that Alvod wants <clears throat> I don't know what Alvod wants about this oh I see what you mean yeah I don't care <laughs> Oh, God, I love Corey. Words cannot express how much Maybe I don't care. I just had the same thought that that Corey did. I just had it first. Right. In fact, I don't think if you combine languages, you could come up with the words that, that describe how much I don't care right now. Aries, a word. So Potter is going to take right. many more... Rerun will just rerun will just wheel out the the stairwell and start heading up to the upper apartment. I'll follow rerun. Okay, um, Aries, you arrive in a somewhat ransacked, dusty man cave with hollow supplies and pop culture figures you vaguely recognize. Does it look like someone has lived here or hasn't lived here in a while? Hasn't Pretty lived dusty. here in a while, yeah. um, and it doesn't look like it's necessarily set up to live in full time. Some sort of storage area. Hmm. Found yeah. somebody's playpen. Mandalorians aren't all human. No. That Twilight kid looks... I mean, obviously he has a multi-ethnic background, but... Something about the, what would you call it, bone structure, something, face. He looks a little bit like he's got some of Mandalorian in him. Hmm. Anyway, just thought you should know. In case it's relevant to whatever armor thing was thinging around here thing. Actually, yeah. Um, and I'll pull out the cloth that has the phoenix symbol on it. Has this ever been registered in your databanks? Um, just the one that specifically matches yeah. the thing. Yeah. Uh, rerun, roll me a difficulty five outer rim check. Why not? I'll flip a light side point. Mm -hmm. Okay. Two successes, four threat. Okay. Bam. With an absurd number of, with two successes and four threat. Um. 
you vaguely recognize that. You know that during your time with the... You were with the Republic military, correct? Yep. Uh-huh. Um, during your time with the Republic military, one of the more classified operations that your general, um, who was not a Jedi, just a right. army general. Run-of-the-mill trooper, Admiral. General. Yeah. Um, was involved with, had something to do with that symbol and some other things. It wasn't anything you ever poked specifically into. It was some sort of crime op crime syndicate, something like that. Mm -hmm. um, you also know that that like Phoenix symbols of that vague shape more broadly. The Rebellion uses them. Uh, the Republic themselves used a few different versions of them. They have some cultural significance in various places. Um, if there's any Mandalorian specific significance, Ares would know better than you do. Yeah. A rerun will share that information with Ares. Um, something criminal-esque, maybe smuggling, or there were there were a number of times we had to shut down supply lines that were getting munitions and materiel into the hands of the wrong people, but even just some basic criminal pacification and things who were trying to take advantage and disrupt or co-opt our allies' infrastructure. Um, and of course, you know, yeah, you can find Phoenixy stuff in a lot of different tribes and copacetics and cultures. Right. Tribes this and is cultures. The, uh, this is the paint this is the symbol that was painted on the back of Yarek's armor when after well when it was found. Presumably painted on after he broke from our clan. There was a cult, a couple cult sort of thing ishes that I don't know if they had similar symbology, but there was a group called the Winged Saviors. There was a group called the Followers of the Guided One. I'd have to look back and see if Lux left behind any records of what she was able to find. I have no idea if it might be affiliated with either of those groups, but I can check. Yeah, this is what she had found. This is what she was calling to talk to me about, uh, having something to do with this. If kid was a uh, Mandalorian bred, then maybe yeah, something to do with information. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. Does this place find. does this place look like it might have been his stash or their stash? I don't think so. I, I was trying to make sure the building was unoccupied before I blew it up. Well, then. Unnecessary effort at this point, but... I mean, still worth checking. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, then. Let's go disarm those bombs and see about getting that camera feed. Oh, we'll get that later. That's, I guess... Are there, like, big crates in here? Somewhat uh, yeah. Largish? Most of them have some stuff in them, but there's one with a foosball table in it that's pretty big. There's a few other crates. Do want to see if we want, do want to borrow some of these boxes? Couldn't hurt. I'll go move the foosball table out of the box and take it downstairs with me. It's a slightly awkward shape, even with your significant brawn. Um, but yeah, you get it downstairs. I'm just going to pipe over the comm. 
uh, that I'm going to be exiting out the back to go get a speeder large enough to carry uh, all of us. Right. I'm going to be... i got a crate we're going to be packaging up some of our more sensitive materials into, so be sure to have cargo space. Yep. Cargo speeder. The Star Wars version of a pickup truck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Where you just strap stuff to the side and then it just lifts the whole thing. Yep. <laughs> Don't we? Isn't there? And then if you get into a isn't there a, a speeder? Base. Isn't there a speeder on the ship? Not big enough to carry a crate. No. It's big enough, it's to, big carry, enough like, to carry three of you. Yeah. You still have that. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the speeder. Yeah. Oh, we need a get a get a trailer hitch for it. <laughs> Doesn't have strong enough grab wheels. <laughs> but yeah, then I'd say, Corey, what all do you want us to put in this? I say indicating the box. Uh, anything that I can't carry. I point at the bodies. Yep. I load the bodies into the box. Okay. <laughs> put the bodies in the, well. Did Aries, did Aries first job like as packing groceries at a at a supermarket? <laughs> what was that, Jeremy? So you, you put the corpses in first, and yeah. then... <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's... it's that, this is... That's me. Like, you, you you put the big thing in the bottom, and then you put the smaller things in in, in rows along the top so that everything fits as so nice I as possible. So I have to ask now, are you taking the boulders? Welcome to Mando Mart. How can we help you today? <laughs> I mean, if they'll... Okay. If they'll fit, because they might be personal. And will, if it doesn't make it impossible to carry the box. I will do my best to jink, uh, to, to uh, Tetris all of the things Corey wants into the box. Okay. I will. So I'm going to take some from the bedroom, like some mm -hmm. non-purse bedding or something like that. Yeah. Wrap and cushion the bodies. So that say, have I gotten they, all of the... they're not pounded into much by the boulders. <laughs> and the they are appropriately preserved for I mean, even yeah. if you have it powder, we'll be taking them back to our ship. Yeah, but I just wanna ask if I've gotten, you know, enough that I would be satisfied <laughs> if anything happens to these bodies, have I gotten enough bio samples that I'd be satisfied with that? Um, you can easily have gotten hair and blood samples from both of them. Okay, cool. Um if you're asking if those impulses would be entirely satisfied, there's an impulse to be more thorough. Um, roll me a... Um, let's see. I think roll me a discipline check. Difficulty three, and I'm flipping a dark side point, because why not? Discipline check... Difficulty three. Is that a setback die? I know that's a. Upgrade. Uh, no, it's an upgrade. Upgrade. That's right. Okay, let's see if I did this right because I'm doing it in the modifier, not the thing. Yeah, that is three successes and three threats. 
I mean, ideally, you'd like to do a full autopsy, at least on the um, hybrid kit, but okay. yes, you have the samples you would absolutely need from a okay. perspective. Um, powder will um, help in the, the packing process to make sure that the Twilight Kid doesn't get crushed in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Yeah, you can triage everything in there. You're, if you get into a high-speed chase on your way back or something, you will be fucked. Yeah. So don't get into it's a just a crate, but... So yeah, package everything up, close it, seal it. Right. And we're gonna, unless there's anything uh, side that you wanted to do. Um, I'm just making sure, wanting to make sure Corey gets everything that she wants, since there's a strong chance she won't be able to come back to this building again. All right. Yeah, I'm Um, making sure that every, since we have a big box to do it with now. Yeah. Um, it's easy enough, like. As long as you don't need the chairs or something. No, I'm not worried like, about furniture. It's easy I'm enough about. to get basically everything that was in the store. Yeah. Um, All computer, any kind, anything that. Um, she doesn't uh, have any computers. No computers, no file, no business files. All on paper. Is there any of that on paper? Um. Make me a. I'd imagine. Is there an in- I forget what insight is. Give me a second. Um, Vigilance. Make me a cool roll difficulty two with a setback die. Okay. Ah, I'll spend another point. Um, regardless of that, you find some like sales ledger records. Um, okay, that's all go- come in with but... two. Um, a success and two threats. With one success, you notice that there are some of these silk cloths similar to the ones on the windows still on a loom, and there seems to be an intentional pattern to them. Okay. That could be some sort of record. It's not traditional writing. And it's not something you've seen before, but... Boop! Yeah. Yep. All right. You get all the stuff. Um, We're going to transition to prize really quick, unless anyone's going to stop me. Um, nope. So, prize, you head into the rental place, essentially? Yeah. Yep. I'm just going to head to the... Not the cheapest, but uh, mid-range. Yep. (laughs) You hover. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Yeah, it's like a pretty, like, there's a lot of these, especially in Corvella, which is a fairly tourist-heavy city with lots of tourists who are there to do weird stuff like dive off of cliffs, see the rocks, immerse themselves in commercialized spirituality. Murder I dogs. would like. I would like a v. I would like to drive a vehicle that can carry large items. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, there's a there's thing. a woman behind the desk with sort of bright, hey, 
pink hair, um, clearly dyed, um, frizzy behind her. Okay, uh, speeder, speeder, uh, ship type, any, any specific passenger requirements? Mm. Needs to be able to hold at least two or three people in the cab, preferably. Okay, okay. Um, give me a second. We've got. Hmm. Well, in terms of high weight ratings, we have a few options that might be good for you. Oh, and she'll lay out a few different ones that, to Praza's sensibilities, all look fine. Um, how long will you be renting for? Uh, I can return it tomorrow. That's all I need it for. Okay. Just the day. Okay, so it, our minimum rate is, a, is for a day. Um, that would be 300 credits plus a return deposit of 400 additional credits. And I'll just need to see some identification papers that we can keep on file. Uh, I actually don't have any on me right now. I have the credits, um, but I don't normally. Unfortunately, due to our rental policies, we aren't able to rent to anyone that doesn't have identification papers. It's an insurance thing. I I, I, I understand. I, I will go get my identification papers. Alright. Please uh, come by later. Yeah, sure. And I'll I'll leave. Um, and yeah, I'll go to a cheaper place that doesn't ID, I guess if I, okay, that doesn't make require me insurance. a uh, streetwise check difficulty four because you're on Corelli right now. I think this is the farthest towards the core I've ever been. Streetwise? Mm-hmm. I take one more step, Mr. Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to use light side. Bam. Okay, with two successes, you find a run-down, cheap place that really barely has a working sign. It just kind of flickers on and off um, that you suspect will not card you. Um, the guy inside... Does it look like it has running uh, speeders, though? <laughs> For a that given one? value of running, none of them are currently hovering. They're clearly not trending to show that off. Yeah. Okay. Clunky. Yeah. I'll I'll uh I'll go inside. Okay. Uh, excuse me. Uh huh. Looking to rent a speeder that can carry three people and some cargo. Okay. Um. That runs. Yeah. Hmm. Um. We got something that's. As long as you don't put anything too heavy on it, you can use this one. It's, it's, he'll show you a, some, a hollow for a sort of old rundown one. It looks like it functions in the hollow. Um, yeah, which uh, 
how heavy is too heavy? I'm assuming if you mm. have if you have to explain that, you got a rough estimate. Now oh, it's some people overload things all the time. As long as it's standard or cargo, your luggage shouldn't cause an issue. Okay. Uh, from the hollow, does it look like if the crate would fit in it? Um, the crate would definitely fit on it, yeah. Okay. Okay. Alright. Um, how much for the day? Uh, for the day, 250 credits, leave a thousand heroes insurance. Okay. Uh, do you need what do you what do you need from me besides the credits? Anything? Handing over. Don't come back. I'm taking credits. your thousand credits. All right. I'll give him the what was it? Twelve hundred fifty credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I'll give him. I'll give him that. And uh. Yeah. He'll hand you a key. Um, you go outside and you you start it up. It is shaky and a little bit rusted, but it works. So, so that's why I asked for three because there's only going to be two people riding in this. <laughs> At most, <laughs> this might be a solo trip. <laughs> well, everybody walks. Uh, but yeah, I'll. I'll pull out and I'll uh, pull around the back and I'll when I'm about halfway I'll ping over the comm that uh, I'm on my way back and right. it's enough for one person to ride with or I can drive this back myself. Okay. So you guys all arrive back um, and Corey as you're finishing getting the last few things in the box you look out the window and you see Praz driving up in the ugliest, most run-down speeder you have seen that still has hovers that lift. Pulled around the back, though, so... I feel like this dude is going to get this thing back in better condition than he rented it. Because <laughs> Corey's going to fix it. Oh, Corey and I are gonna 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 give this thing a once over before we even try and load it up. Probably. Yeah. I will work on getting the the box down while they work on that. I will help with the box. Try not to drop it. Powder will also help okay. with the box. Okay. You two. Okay, it's a narrow staircase. Uh, let's see. Powder you will, two powder both will make be me athletics noted. checks, and Powder will be providing you both one boost die. I'm, um, I'm directly... Actually, no, Powder, so you two will be making the checks with the boost die. Powder, you will also need to make me athletics check. What difficulty? All right. Um, 17. Difficulty of... Four, you loaded a box with boulders and corpses. That's fine. Do you have boulders. any idea how much a dead person weighs? Yes. Not the same as a living person. Hmm? Two yeah. failures and threats. Mine is 21 grams. <laughs> a single threat. Single success. I, none of my boost die did shit. 
Aries is Ross Geller trying to move a couch up a Jesus. set of stairs. Fortunately, you guys barely got you got a flat you got threats and failures, but not too many threats. So you all heave and immediately drop the box. Like half an inch, but Alright. Alright. Now let's lift together this time, press. And I'm gonna spin a light side. <laughs> okay. Lift quickly with your back. Right. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> and potentially rerun and potentially sigh uh, outside with Press. Uh, so, rerun is looking over this speeder and trying to determine if there's anything he can do to help fix it up, possibly with some cannibalized parts and components from the industrial kitchen equipment down here. I realize that's not at all how real world technology works, but it's but Star, Star Wars. Wars is made of duct tape, so um Yep. You so can make me a mechanics check to see if it is possible. This is not a your successes will mean you right. succeed at doing it check. I will, just a diagnosis. I will <laughs> yeah. assist in this. Okay. okay. So I get a boost die from that. Yep. Two successes and a triumph, one threat. Okay, with a triumph, you have some ideas of how you could ensure this thing is reinforced, but without time, it's probably it's probably going to be functional. It's just not very sturdy or stable. Um, I mean, functional is all we need to get it where yeah. we're going. Where well, going. right? Yeah, if you didn't have a really heavy box that your athletes were having trouble lifting. Do we need to make a second roll, by the way? Yes, all of you make those same rolls. Um, I used a light side to upgrade mine. Okay. Corey, Corey says, "Up, oh, wait, just a minute." Wait. To, uh, to, uh, sorry. Sorry, I was. I was trying to get out beforehand. I am using a dark side point on each of your rolls. Okay. Um, oh, all right. Corey tells uh, uh, run really quick. Hold on just a minute. Really quick, runs upstairs, pokes her head in the door. I just want to say that do your best not to, to you know, mutilate any of our cargo. Four successes. Um, of course. Yeah. Can I use a side? Uh, yes, Spencer. I was gonna say, can I make a leadership check to to help? I mean, that's kind of one of the reasons to have leadership is to help navigate things like this, right? To um, yeah. So you can. That's... It would have been easier to do that before you rolled, but uh, oh. yeah, you can make me a leadership check. Um. I was going to say, I got two threats, but they got so many successes. Yeah, if it's not needed, then it's not needed. Just <laughs> we got, trying to think um, of something. Yeah, usually, things that modify roles, it's good to mention before those roles are made because of the stupid way that Star Wars... I love it, but Star Wars handles dice in a way that's very much... You roll all at once, especially in a digital environment. Okay. We got a cumulative 10 successes. Yes, I saw it. Um, no successes, but no failures. None of you got failures, so that's a good thing. It is not exactly smooth, but you have enough power that actually, like, estimating the full weight of this this time, you make it down the stairs successfully. 
Um, Move it out. Powder's yeah. basically just there to make sure that they don't hurt themselves. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Technically. It goes down about a foot. I will note that you wanted the boulders. Yes, I did. That needs to be noted. Yep. Strap over the top. <laughs> Strap. Strap. Alright. So while you drive this speeder back, rental, I'll keep an eye, and I'm going to use my jetpack to basically fly uh, reconnaissance okay. as they go back, just in case somebody decided uh, that they really wanted to you keep You want to try and modify this thing? Once we see how the how slow it is, how how it takes the weight, honestly, Corey, what do you think? Hmm? How far away is the? Pretty far. Eric's intentionally parked elsewhere. As long as we're slow, it should be fine. Yeah. As long as you're slow and no one gets a ticket. I'm just thinking in terms of professional standards. <laughs> you guys definitely could fix it up with the stuff you have back at your place. It's just what you have on you right. is the limiting factor here. I... At least get it back to the ship. And yeah, we'll, we'll take it okay. slow. And... Okay, okay. <clears throat> You're far less likely to get a speedy uh, a ticket for going too slow than you are for going too fast. I know it's a thing that happens, but... But still, yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. So. Does anybody want to ride with? Yeah, I'm going with. Okay. Um, I'm going to assume rerun says no. Um, so, yeah. Those of yep. you that are heading on the thing, Pratt, I'm going to need you to make me a piloting planetary difficulty four, and I'm flipping a dark side point. Four. All right. Yep. Jesus, Pratt, what kind of roads are you taking? The, the best available options, presumably. That's part of what the role determines. I'm going to use a light side. Oh, you flipped a dark side? Yep. Okay. Need that. Need that. Uh, okay, planetary... Three failures. Not an exceptional uh, failure unless there's five. Okay. Do so I even make Corey... it past the building? All right. We'll answer that. Corey, every time this thing moves, it shakes. Every it turn, no matter how slow and carefully Praz is taking it, which is not 
the best. He's a little bit putting too much pressure on the break, especially given that the break is sort of wheezing at him. Um, is jostles and the thing and stuff goes a little too far in one direction and then corrects back. Um, you're almost bouncing a bit because you're at that point where the hoverers are not quite holding you up. All right, um, Corey's gonna be like, stop, 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 stop. Here, what, what? Move over. I'll take the wheel. I actually think I, I have one less die than you, but they're both yellow. Um, wait, wait, what is that? Wait, wait. So now Corey is taking over the piloting. Yes. Yeah, the only two people that were in the car are in the car are Corey and Kratz, which is why it's right. not mm-hmm. impossible to act. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Ares is watching from a few blocks away, and Ares, you see the same thing from yeah. a different angle. I'm I'm up in the air watching, going, "This is gonna be good." Leave it to a Mandalorian have no respect for the dead. <laughs> this is for me. This is like watch. This is when you're watching a swoop race, and they're about to, and the engine's about to explode. You'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, push them over. I will spend a light side. Okay. I will spend a dark side. Yep. Um, same check. Hey, I don't have to change anything. <laughs> there we go. It's not easy by no. any stretch. But this is your family. This is and my you're family. going to be careful. And this poor ship, this poor speeder, is so abused. And I mean, I feel like this is the quality of speeder that Corey probably grew up driving. And let's be honest, she was owned by a hut. She probably was driving bodies around all the time. Yeah. <laughs> or at the very least, that is that probably you had also very- it very gentle in piloting around not great roads. Yeah. And it takes you guys a lot longer than the people who are walking back because you have to avoid roads that are too bumpy or too crowded or too fast. I could walk back to the ship this speed. <laughs> Do you want me to kick you out? Because I will. I mean, I'd beat you back. <laughs> I shoved him off the side. You're you're not having Brad, enough. you're to going push me. at like five, like less than five miles an hour. It, if you get shoved off, you're not gonna get hurt. I don't so. think Corey has okay. enough ass okay. to move me out of a speeder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Corey, make me an athletics roll. Uh, uh, that I mean, I will. I know how I'm gonna determine the difficulty. Dice actually like me on this. <laughs> So, oh, don't jinx yourself right, now. Um, and it's going to be based on Praz's agility, so difficulty of three. And I'll flip a dark side point in your favor. So upgrade your side of the roll. <laughs> when it's a player versus player roll, the GM can support <laughs> either side. Um, yeah, Praz, you are <laughs> enough out of it that you end up catching on the pavement. <laughs> Oh, I don't roll. It was a a difficulty is determined by your stats. Okay. It was just like slowly edged out, like over the course of like a minute. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sitting there. Uh, yeah, uh, it happens. I'm just sitting there going, okay, are you really doing this? You're really, you're really doing this. I imagine like. <laughs> I think that you're so confident that it won't work because you're you. I'm a heavy. I'm probably three times as heavy. I like heavy to as... imagine she moves her 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 right foot that's on on the accelerator, puts her left foot on it, and just puts up with her foot and just shoves. Yeah. <laughs> so Aries Braz is now on the side of the road, walking next. Corey, it's to a it. lot easier without that extra weight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm still I'm keeping an eye out to see if there's anybody I don't think there are but just see if there's anybody like watching the procession like from a rooftop vantage point. Make me a perception roll difficulty two. How much trouble is rerun having keeping up? <laughs> None. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, rerun's just behind it, just constantly trying to. One he's got his little. He's got his little scanner out, just looking for where it's overheating and what's likely to bust loose first. <laughs> yeah. One um, Yeah. So, Aries, <clears throat> there's definitely people who, like, are walking down the street or at a shop or in their house that, like, notice this is not quiet. No, no. Or subtle. But no one seems to be, like, surveilling it from the rooftops that you can see. We look like those trash neighbors that are finally moving out. <laughs> <laughs> look like. <laughs> yep. My, my friends, it's like a spirit, because Powder's probably you guys like, following along with Reman. These characters. Yeah. Powder is walking along with Rerun, so it's this janky speeder with two droids just walking behind him. Yeah. Speeders are good for straightaways, um, but not when they're loaded down with so much stuff. Um, Yep. And, yeah. That is where we're going to end the night, with Corey finally getting this stuff all back to the ship, um, raising a few eyebrows at the place where you were um, staying. Better eyebrows than calls for alarm. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody.